Welcome to another episode of Rotten Mornings. Good morning. Hello. <clears throat> I'm Scott. I'm Matt. I'm Brandy. And I'm Grim. Okay. And uh, uh, this is awesome, guys. I, I, I'm glad we, we got a new episode this week. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Huh? yeah. So uh, do we sound like robots? Uh, nope, not since you got your voice implants. Do no. I sound like a robot, Scott? Are we robotic? No, not since you got your voice implants. Press <laughs> for other options. <laughs> Good, awesome. I mean, Man, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I've got you guys here on uh, the the only rotten podcast. Oh, we're doing that joke again. Did you say choke? <laughs> What, what joke again? What? The uh, joke from unaired material? Yes, the joke from unaired know, material. We do that. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, let's reference unaired material. Cool, never mind, guys. This isn't a good morning at all. <laughs> no, Technically, you're right. No. I'm right in more ways than one. Yep. What's the news? So what is the news? Well, well let's see. Last weekend, uh, I know we kind of referenced this on the last podcast, um, but it was a probably will have kind of situation. So last Saturday... Uh, all of y'all were out at City of Chaos. And Brandy was there in spirit with us. Uh, yes, I tuned in for some of the live you did that afternoon, yes. So you were still with us in our hearts, Brandy. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was a, a really good time. Uh, the City of Chaos people were very, very welcoming. And uh, we were excited to be able to to be out there with them. But but man, they, they've got some, some amazing and uh, I'm super excited to see what their season looks like just based on that. No shit. Like, their their house looks amazing for what we've seen. And, dude, they're, they, they've got massive hearts. Big hearts are awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. And everyone did phenomenally well during the acting class. And I, I saw some stuff out there um, that I'm like, you know, there's there's horror stuff out there, and then there's this stuff that's like, man, that's just rotten to the core. <laughs> yes. Well, I hate that I could not be physically present with the rest of y'all, but I'm excited to see what they have to show me the next time we all get together. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely, and and, the, and that shouldn't be too far out. No, right. it's not. It's all the the season is well upon us. The season is upon us so i know that sunday uh y'all all got some stuff filmed too didn't you yeah i mean it looks like y'all had been filming when i got here anyway 
did we film Sunday? You <laughs> had cameras. Know. You had cameras and lights set up when I got here. I just assumed that y'all filmed some stuff. I could be we, wrong. We did. We um, uh, uh, Grim has a, a new season uh, of a show coming out, and uh, parts of the intro uh, was filmed before I left. And yes. uh, really exciting stuff. So uh, I'm very excited for that. Oh yeah, how could I forget? I completely that? fucking forgot we did the attic thing. Because it was a whole week ago, yeah. and that was a long time. <laughs> we are We're constantly doing shit, and I can't remember what the fuck. Uh, I know that you got a new uh, commercial out for Buffalo Grocery. Did we, we? did that. Yeah, a little mermaid reference. Yes. We also we also had an interview with uh, Willy Vodka. Yes, yes, we did, but that is not aired. It's not aired. Air the air future. That the next episode is going to be Nicole. But the episode that aired this week was Joseph Bakken. Yes, yes. Wow. Awesome. wow, guys, if you guys are keeping a uh, a detective map of what pushpin connects to what, I'm sorry for that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we, we don't talk like that. Like we don't. So uh, we had uh, an interview with Willie Vodka, which went really mm-hmm. well. That dude is fucking hilarious, and Man, he is fucking so sweet as hell. Um, then let's see what else. What else? Um, oh, we released a review for Sushi Village, our newest review. Yes, it was so good. That had and actually liked it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool that Matt had sushi with you guys. That is still the one and only time that has happened. It's awesome. <laughs> well, like a lot of fun. It, it was it was great, man. I wish more people would invite me to have sushi, but nobody ever does. So I just don't. I guess I just don't go and have sushi. One day somebody will, I'm sure. I'm sure. Keep up that positive attitude. <laughs> right, right. I'm doing it now. Uh, you guys did re- did release an episode of uh, uh, Rotten uh, Rotten Mor- Morning <coughs> fr- Friendly, dude. You released an episode of Morning Friends with Rotten, and at the end you go, "Oh, this has been Rotten Mornings." <laughs> oh, no! And I was like, hey, "It doesn't matter. It doesn't." <laughs> I mean, it's technically still Rotten Mornings because it's Rotten Mornings presents. It is. It is. It's a really convoluted name. We're assholes. Yeah, it's too much. It's it's it's, it's perfectly too much. It's still under the rotten mornings heading. But uh, we also just today, well, just a few days ago, uh, went down and talked to Justin and Bo and everybody down at the Insanitarium, Mm -hmm. and got to see a little bit of their progress. They're coming along well. Those guys are fucking amazing. Um, it's looking great in their haunt they are i mean like i also told them and if you're listening to this anyone from insanitarium if you need a place to crash because you are working there late as fuck we have an air-conditioned house three or four minutes away from there yep and and, uh if if you're working late uh this uh sunday morning uh please hit them up exactly exactly (laughs) right uh you know Funny uh, how things evolve. Um, 
if if you're playing the insanitarium territorium drinking game, you're not getting as drunk these days. You're not. Yeah, you're not. I've actually gotten pretty uh, good at doing that correctly. Yeah. We've we've uh spent Wait more till the time season at, starts. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, we've spent more time at both haunts and and and, and those people and, and know them a lot. They're solidly not, not confusable. Yes, um, agree. Yeah. So I don't know that if that's what you want to get drunk on. We have some. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll think of new drinking games, though. Okay. I have a couple other things. So first one is Nightmare 3008 is now hiring scare actors. So you guys need to check them out. If you want to go scare act somewhere, there's a place. Yeah, yeah and that one is in Fultondale. How do you apply for that? Uh, I think they're just saying to reach out to them on Messenger, so I'd imagine to reach out to them on Facebook, and then they'll set up like a, a day at some point. That is a, that is a super fun haunt, and uh, we give it a moniker that uh, came directly from us. Yes. Yeah. This is and Alabama's most metal haunt. Most metal haunt, period. <laughs> Bobo released a meme about Matt as a Pokemon master. And that was pretty funny. Thank you, Bobo. Thank you, Bobo. <laughs> hey. And of course, we can't forget that uh, we're getting closer and closer to CreepyCon. How could we? It's only two weeks away now. I uh, I was very excited to see news of some other people who may be at CreepyCon. Yes, that's a, that's another big bit of news we've got is the fact that Tommy Voorhees will be joining us at CreepyCon. Woohoo! Isn't that that big TikTok star? Yes, it is. Yes. Awesome. We love you, Tommy! That is fantastic. Uh, so Tommy will be there. Mr. Marlin will be there. Uh, Begs and Good stuff. And I mean, and oh Punk will be there. He's Punk coming into town. Yeah. Dude, it is a who's who going creepy con. And of course, the good stuffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So you'll yeah. be able to give you some popcorn. You'll be able to meet a lot of the personalities on the bags of the popcorn, yes. get them signed. They're going to have like uh, different times where they have different. Uh, personalities because they've got a bigger booth sitting at the booth so you can come and, and talk with them and stuff and hang out that's pretty rad that is pretty rad and he's uh, released his official creepy con t-shirt also that creepy con and him like uh made a deal on so you can get your official good stuff creepy con shirt Fuck yes! that's rad that's rad uh nothing nothing but uh you know, well wishes for those guys. And I, I want to continue to see them just be wildly successful in these really fun endeavors. Oh, I, I do have one other thing to mention. Another probably will have happened thing. Um, yesterday, we probably were at Hellbilly Hollow. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yesterday, it probably went really, really well at Hellbilly Hollow for their scouting, acting, commercial Yes, time. I'm, I'm sure that it was fantastic. Well, you know, it's... Oh, we'll it's probably neat. talk uh, more about that next week. 
I uh, I I did like that you guys went out there. Well, one of my favorite parts was uh, when uh, Brandy was filming, and I and I, I watched this footage. Yes. Oh, sorry, I thought that, that I said I watched this footage like uh, three or four times, uh, where you guys had to take like four takes of Grim kicking Matt in the nuts. And uh, you guys are just laughing, and Grim's just kicking, and it's just nuts. Just nuts. (laughs) You know, I bet you that did happen, but I always have such a hard time getting the camera out just in time to catch all of it. So I bet it happened a lot more than four times. It was probably, hey, do it again. I didn't catch that. Hey, do it again. I'm just like, well, fuck it. Let me do it then. Let me do it right. uh, As soon as this podcast, uh, as soon as I'm done listening to this, that footage again. <laughs> I, my favorite part was when you showed up out of the blue uh, and helped us out, even though you said you weren't going to be in town. Yeah, that was fantastic. All right, like props, props to you for that, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what, guys? Uh, what else can I say besides you're welcome? Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. when we filmed the nut scene with you, with Grim trying the same shot with you because we couldn't get it right, and she kicked you in the nuts five times. Uh-huh. That was great. That was fun times. Yeah. Definitely. So go watch that footage when you get done listening <laughs> to this podcast. I'm just kicking everybody in the nuts. Uh, what was really funny was, uh, Matt, when you were filming, and we got like, I guess y'all got like three takes of it where Brandy's kicking Grim in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we kind of went one note with the whole uh, shoot there, didn't we? Well, you're like, hey, guys, we're filming this thing. And we're like, okay, what is it? They're like, the nutcracker. Brandy's <laughs> <laughs> the sugar plum fairy. I'll tell you one thing that I'm hoping to get on. Well, that I did get on film. Please don't say nuts. Tim says that he wants to ride his bike up and then crash. So I got Tim falling off a bike and possibly breaking his old ass hip. That's that's weird. He's wildly resilient. He is. He is wildly resilient. And and I understand you guys just taped a Tylenol to him. Yes. <laughs> we kind of just left him laying there and went on. It's it's so funny because you're like, hey man, you really you probably need to take this tile on. He's like, uh uh-uh. uh. You're like, no, take this tile on. You're like, uh uh-uh. uh. So you have to stick it in like a little block of cheese and give it to him. <laughs> I give it to. <laughs> Don't you want the cheese, Tim? What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was that? Come come No. Cool guys. Uh. Other news? Do we have other news? I think that's it. Can anybody remember anything else we were supposed to talk I about? I chewed my own work up for some reason. I don't have anything else to be seen. <laughs> and chewed up her own homework. Oh, okay. Nope. Let me go. That's that's fair. Um, cool guys. Very cool. Um, all right. Well, now it's. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump to commercial, stick around after the short break when we continue our series on, on horror, horror films. Hey, I, I would like to say this one thing about the next uh, part of this podcast. I know that earlier we had stated 
that the worse the thing is, the more we're going to talk about it. Something in my mind tells me we're going to we're going to not do that this time again, like we didn't do it last time. I just threw I just threw up. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta have a life, guys. This is gonna be a ten minute episode on fucking the shittiest nightmare movie and a bunch of episodes of of like literally more footage than all of the movies combined. And we're probably gonna we'll, condense we'll, it into a very small episode. We'll we'll talk about that on the on the flip side, guys. We'll see you over there. Coming this October, as night falls on a quarantine prison somewhere in Vincent, Alabama, vampires have taken over at Hellbilly Hollow, and things will never be the same. Come visit Hellbilly Hollow in Vincent, Alabama. You'll have the best night of your life. Yes, we'd love to have you in our neck of the woods. The weight is driving us batty. This year, we've raised the stakes. Join us. Join us. One of Alabama's top-rated haunts. This is the one for you. Hillbilly Hollow Haunted House Attraction in Vincent, Alabama. Open at 7 p.m. every Friday and Saturday in October. Tickets available at the door. Exclusive merchandise. Tasty concessions. Live entertainment. Well-lit bathrooms. For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and at hillbillyhollow.com. And we will see you there. Join us. Hey guys, welcome back from the break. Break yourself. It was a very long break. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What the hell? Break yourself. Hey, hey, Frankie. So hey, so Frankie is here, and Graham, and Brandy, and, and no, Matt, Brandy's not here. Everyone's here. Frankie's not here break? either. Three days. Oh my Atlanta. <sighs> Frankie's not here either. This is Tobe. Okay. Uh, Tobe. <coughs> cool. So we are. Let's say Tobin. We are Tobe. Uh, continuing our coverage of the Fredster. But <laughs> nobody Tobe. calls him that. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> Freddy, Freddy, woo, woo. Is that not? Is that not what his name is? Uh, <coughs> We got a, a pretty exciting uh, movie to cover today, right? Do we now? I do have a couple of things to say about this movie. Yeah, there's a couple of things that we can say about. Uh, it's just called Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that right? Yes. God. <sighs> Wait, okay. Well, here's how. What? Scott? What? Yes. What did everybody watch? Well, we're talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street. I thought we were done with that. Nope. Today we get to talk about the remake. What? Matt. Right. I was watching a completely different movie. What did you watch? I even sent you a link. It was a duck movie. It was a duck movie? 
Grim, oh, and we've lost Frankie. That's okay. Grim watched a duck movie. Watched a movie about a duck. Why didn't nobody tell me? What the fuck, Scott? Uh, I don't know. Matt. Well, I told you. You didn't correct me. Uh, well, it was an adorable movie. The duck movie was better than the remake. That's true. That's true. Did you see the remake of the Duck movie? I did see the remake of the Duck movie, and I think Jackie Earl Haley was a weird way to go. I'm like, you know, he was already a bad news bear. Why, yeah, why does he yeah. have to be the bad news duck? <laughs> no, okay. Oh, oh, shit. Frankie's back. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you. We might oh. need to catch up on the last minutes. Let me uh, court to stenography this. I watched a duck movie and nobody told me what I was supposed to fucking watch. Grim watched a duck movie. That's fine. I mean, we're like out of Nightmare on Elm Street movies. What? What did they just say? That's what like Frankie. Frankie. I'm so fucking confused right now. We are not. What there are is, we talking there's about? There's a remake that we're supposed to be discussing. Both of I'm you a, must have. I'm to acknowledge the existence of that remake. I refuse to acknowledge it. The duck remake? Yeah, the duck remake is fine. The okay. remake of Nightmare on Elm Street does not exist. Okay, so I did watch the right thing. Okay. Yes, so today, apparently, Grim and Frankie will be discussing a duck movie. Thank you, you watched it too. I, I did watch the duck movie, but uh, this is about... Nightmare on Elm Street, a 2010 debacle. Yeah, so just just so the audience kind of knows what's going on here, um, we have finished all of the proper Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, Not me. And, and uh, we also finished uh, a new Nightmare, which, which existed outside of canon, and we, we covered uh, Freddy versus Jason with outside of canon. So uh, I don't think they, I still don't think Freddy versus Jason is outside of canon. They fired Freddy out of a cannon. Oh yes, in that yeah. case, I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so today, today we're we're just going to talk about uh, Freddy Krueger in other media, and uh, and briefly we'll we'll talk a little bit about the remake because they did they did try to reboot the series. They did try to reboot the series, and I, I, I'd like—I have a couple of very quick things to say about the staunch differences between the original and the remake. Uh, awesome! I, uh, I have started the egg timer. Okay. First of all, they dug in Freddie being a child molester. So that was big. the first thing that they wanted to go for. Second thing. They made Freddy into a bitch, like he was a sniveling little crybaby. Right. And they took out all of his comedy. Yes. And they they made him like a projection of a child molester. Like right. as if he was a, a parody of what you would think the, the thick glass wearing whatever predator so anyways shit happens he's hunting these new kids and he looks like a goddamn nutsack yeah uh, and, and I know this is going to be a controversial opinion and i don't mean this in a bad way but he looks like a nutsack with down syndrome 
Okay. No, I mean, the the attempt there was to make him look more like a burn victim. Yes. Uh, and so they did a lot of research on burn victims. Another thing to kind of note about this movie is that uh, the the glove that he used was so highly protected, uh, no one could steal that glove, and they would stop people from leaving. And no one could leave the set until the glove was securely in place and they knew where it was at. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, they didn't want the glove flying and hitting any kung fu artists. That's yeah. actually a very good safety precaution if they had that issue in the past. We don't know if the glove just happened to fly around on scene. They just didn't talk about that. Yeah. So um, uh, I'd yeah. also like to say that this uh, this movie leans into the concept that everything is a dream. Um, a kid like uh, almost drowns, and while he's passed out, he's dreaming. Freddie references uh doesn't they isn't this where they introduce like micro naps? No. <laughs> no, so, they I'm I'm pretty sure know. it is that they have like micro it's either like micro REM or like micro naps like you can uh but but that might have been an episode before. Yeah, but go ahead, Grim. Ducks have one of the longest penises in the animal kingdom. Okay, she's still talking about the duck movie. Yeah. How how do you how do you bring up that it has the longest penis and don't bring up that it's a actual corkscrew? Which duck you... movie talks about how long duck penises are? And they close one eye when they sleep. Sleep with <laughs> one duck eye open. If people in Nightmare would have slept with one eye open, they could have been safer. I thought you were about to say they close one eye when they fuck. <laughs> I thought she was too. I thought it's like, not only they have a long penis, but they only open one eye while having intercourse. And yeah. when they fuck, they keep their tongue stuck out. Yeah, it's the Popeye method. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm, I've done that one a couple of times. Yeah, that is not surprising. Um, Waterfowl. Okay, so another thing that they lean into in this movie is that Freddie talks about how the kids are trying to keep themselves safe by staying awake. And he's like, oh no, I actually tricked you into staying awake for a long time. So when you finally fell asleep, you wouldn't be able to be woke up. That's so stupid. So fucking stupid. Oh my god. Um, so the uh, the plan was to uh, restart the series. Uh, a new actor. They brought in uh, the guy from the Bad News Bears. Uh, Earl Haley. Uh, only because he had done a really good job as Rorschach. Possibly the only good thing he's done. And uh, yeah, uh, I can't after- disagree with that because I'm not big on his disco- discography, I suppose, but I'm yeah. sure he's got other movies he's all right in. He just should not have ever been in this movie. No, oh, come on, man. Jackie Earl Haley's discography is sick. He is bust some fucking mad raps, yo. Oh, okay. Well, then I've missed a few of them. I know I've heard a couple of his beats. Uh, there, there was that one movie where uh, the alien handed the gun to Danny Glover. Yeah, right. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, 
Which why did so, no one tell me that in Prey is where the alien gets the gun? Everybody sucks. I, yep. So Jackie Earl Haley plays the gun in Predator Two, is what you're telling me. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Yes. Sweet. Mm-hmm. That is actually a remake. Um. So <clears throat> uh, it did not go over well. Uh, it was kind of booed by fans and new film viewers alike, and they're like, eh, "Maybe we don't I, I make will, a sequel." I, I will say this to tie it into Freddy's Nightmares. Uh, the first episode of Freddy's Nightmares, the one that Frankie is probably going to talk the most about, they uh-huh. literally tried to use that story in the backstory for Freddy in this movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is true. Uh, did y'all have anything else to say about this film? Yes. Uh, fuck this film. Why do ducks have feathers? To cover their butt quack. Wow. <laughs> cover that. It was not funny. Why the fuck are you laughing? Oh, is that, uh, it's, a, it's a very serious duck movie she watched. It was very serious. It's Milo serious. and Duck Otis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> duck Otis. <laughs> well, I I pretty much I searched Dick on the internet and it gave me a duck movie about <laughs> duck. Yeah. So, uh, just just for clarity for everyone listening to this, Grim is not asking for you to send her duck pics. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to see any duck dick. Duck dick. God damn it. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. Okay, you know what? Now you can't see any. (laughs) (laughs) I took away the duck dick. My eyeballs with it. Goodbye, eyeballs. So, um, uh, the the remake wasn't the first time that we have seen Freddy Krueger in some different type of uh, outside (laughs) of of the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Uh, Right. There was a uh, a TV series um, called Freddy's Nightmares. Yes, that is correct. I don't, Grim must have remembered something from the Duck movie. She is uncontrollably giggling. I thought that was quacking. Yeah, she's quacking. <laughs> she's quacking up over there. <laughs> this movie sucks. <laughs> there you go. There's. All of this fucking sucks. I hate it. <laughs> I like the duck movie better. <laughs> At least there was real dick. Because <laughs> what Grim is all about. Uh, we, uh, so uh, the the uh, Freddy's Nightmare series was uh, kind of a. a uh, we just say it's like Tales from the Crypt. Kind of, he introduces the story. Yeah, Tales from the Dark Side. He doesn't necessarily uh, contribute to every episode outside of just being the the punchy one-liner kind of horror host. Uh, well, out of the out of the forty-four segments that uh, span the two seasons of the show, eight of them actually involved Freddy in the story. Yes, yeah. and it was so funny how they fit him in because one of the episodes I watched, like an arm smashes through a window and grabs her 
And then it cuts to a scene where Freddy's like outside of a house with his arm through a window, but it's like framed up where it's a straight pan shot and you can't see in the window. And he's like, I love it when they scream. <laughs> and then it cuts back away and the arm pulls back out and you can tell he was on a sound stage. It's uh, it's pretty, pretty remarkable. Uh, I think one of the episodes that he he's uh, actually in the story is a, a space one. No, it's not. It's fight right. sharks in space, and he plays yeah, one of the sharks. You idiot! I was I, gonna, I was going to say like it's an underwater one, and there's a Freddy shark, and then I'm like, wait, there actually is a Freddy shark. That's what three, four? Yeah, the Freddy shark and four. Yeah, I mean it's a Freddy hand for a fin, but yeah, it's the same. It's it's enough. It counts. It's enough. That's enough. <laughs> So um and there was there this TV this oh, TV series this TV series Just started go ahead. after go ahead and, and say it. what were you saying? I, I'm trying to say it. If you'll let me speak, I'm trying to say it. It started <laughs> this TV, no, never mind. <laughs> You're making me laugh. Go. This TV series started after part four in the film series. Yes. There you and go. To me, it seems like it jumped back to before even the first movie. Yeah, it did. It did a prequel with the first episode. Well, all the subsequent episodes after it, if you think about them existing in linear, like where they're at, then it's like as if these kids were killed before those kids were killed. Yeah, and like we're... Okay, so not trying to jump too far ahead, but I did watch episode four, some of it. Right, um, is that that's the uh, the one where the girl is studying anatomy? Yes. How does this fit into Freddy, his general motives as a character? Like, she's not, I mean, is it because she's like, Huh? Why is Freddy after her? Okay, here's what I think it's supposed... And, like, again, I know I will bridge gaps with no information, but to me, it is that these are the kids that had interactions with Freddy, and they're helping him live on with her... They're, like, thinking of him and having repressed memories. And then, of course, their families are still people that were related or somehow connected to him being even put in prison and then acquitted and then burnt to death. Hey, Eureka, I just thought of something in that episode. When she goes to the morgue and she talks to the security guard, he tells her about Freddie and yeah. she had never, she, she knew nothing about him. And it yeah. was only after the security guard told her about Freddie that he started coming after her. Once and again, all, you don't all talk about Freddy. Okay, guys, we have we have lost the audience. Let's let's roll it back to the the first episode and kind of kind of give them a an idea of where to start here. Sure. Okay. So, episode one. It was directed by Toby Hooper, not Tobe Hooper. Uh, he is well known for 
directing the little-known sequel to Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I believe it was called Poltergeist. Um, <laughs> that's actually true. Google it. Uh, 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 Poltergeist was originally supposed to be a sequel to Close Encounters. That's um, awesome. And Invaders from Mars, he directed that. Um, I, I, I'm, I feel like Still, I'm leaving out a big one that he directed. I think like, you uh, are. The Toolbox Murders. Toolbox Murders, yeah, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> so, <clears throat> all right. Since we're not going to do a weather report this time, I'll just jump straight into the episode. <laughs> you could uh, you could start with a weather report if you'd like. No, no, I don't want to. So you can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, it begins with a nightly news break. Um, it is a news report of a fucking hellish war zone where an elderly couple is murdered and the police who are incompetent all throughout the episode don't find a link between the murder of this elderly couple and the triple murder that happened just nearby. And then it cuts to a news uh, segment about a bank robbery gone wrong where people died. And then suddenly and inexplicably, the news anchor becomes TV static and disappears and reappears on the court steps of the courthouse, the Springwood Courthouse. Uh, Freddy Krueger is on trial for multiple child murders. Um, they are showing slides of the child murders because it's a network television show. You can't see the slides. They're just describing them. One of the kids was identified by dental records. Um, but um, the uh, it shows the daughters of the police officer who winds up being the main character in the episode um, sitting I beside their. I thought they were the twins from the damn shining grown up. Well, one thing I know for sure is that they are not children. Those are women that are in their 20s playing yeah. uh, girls that are supposed to be school-age girls. Yes. As such, I thought it would have been funny if they had shown the slideshow of the murdered kids, but it was actually men in their 30s, uh, <laughs> you know, dressed up as if they were children, murdered children. And 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 while Freddie sits in a overly ironclad box, yeah, he's doing the Andre Chikatilo thing. You know, he's in the box and chained up uh, so that he can't get to anybody. And I'm pretty sure this is not the way courting works. I don't know if that's the right word, but been... uh, yeah, I I think that like uh, if he had not been read his rights when he was arrested. Like this would have not, it, it just wouldn't have happened like this, but that's the big reveal. His attorney says, Hey, wait a minute. Fuck all that shit. 
So what if he killed some kids? He wasn't read his rights. I... <laughs> and the judge is like, fuck, you got me. I, I guess fuck the dead kids. Let him go. And yeah, like, little... like, liter- like right then and there. Yeah, just let him go. Yeah, I'm, right I'm then and there. Said, uh, I'm glad that they said, fuck those dead kids and let him go instead of the opposite way. Yes. Uh-huh, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. So while he's being unchained, Freddy, it zooms in on his eyeball really close. And he has this daydream fantasy where he murders everyone in the courtroom except the two 20-year-olds that are pretending to be kids. Yeah. Um, even his own lawyer. And it's like, dude, that lawyer just got you freed after you were caught red-handed murdered, murdering several children. You might want to keep him around, you know? Uh, I guess not. But, um... The, during this daydream, uh, the head of one of the dummies that's hanging from the courtroom ceiling hilariously pops off, and the dummy falls to the ground. And the way it, <laughs> the way it looks, you know, it was one of those things. Toby Hooper was just like, "Oh man, that looks kind of cool. Keep it in." But I mean, yeah, fucking, you're fired for fucking up that prop. You know. <laughs> um. So. All right, Freddy just walks out, and uh, there's a grieving mother that just kind of hilariously looks like she's trying to hug him. Uh, <laughs> even though, I guess, like, she's meant to look like she's trying to attack him, but she looks like she just really wants to embrace him. She does. Uh, Maybe and that's how she attacks. But, uh, so the... All right, the prosecuting attorney and all the people that were in the courtroom rush outside, except for the cop and his family. They stay in the courtroom. But the people outside decide, like, right then and there, okay, we're a mob now, and we're going to go murder that motherfucker. Uh, The cop inside is like, oh, my God, like, look at what this trauma has done to my daughters. Like, it's aged them, like, 15 years. Uh (laughs) And anyway, we cut to Freddy, who is in the factory that he resides in. And well, hey, hey, I'd like to add this one little part. They sure. definitely, they definitely lean in heavy to the idea that the girl was molested by Kruger, and now she's all like gone into her mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, and. I mean, there's that, and there's the fact that she was obviously severely traumatized. I mean, she can barely fucking speak except for the Freddy riddles, and yet everyone around her is just like, okay, go to fucking school, all right? Go go back to being normal, just go. Like, even her sister, like, there towards the end of the episode, she's like, come on, goddamn, and, like, dragging her up from the table. Yeah, but uh, um, so oh, and I forgot the little uh scene where we actually see burned Freddy when he uh introduces the episode, I suppose. Um, he says that this is uh, he says, Oh, don't worry, 
which I don't get why Freddy Krueger is trying to comfort the audience in this segment. <laughs> but he says, oh, don't worry. This isn't one of your nightmares. This is my nightmare, which makes no fucking sense, as you'll see by the end of the episode. Yeah, but it also doesn't make any sense because of the fact that it's literally called Freddy's Nightmare. So it's like he's saying, oh, uh, this isn't what you thought it was going to be. You know, the title of the show. This is the title of the show. And when he, yeah, and I, when he said that, I was thinking, how, how is that going to work? I mean, that would be fairly interesting. Like, what would Freddy's Nightmare be like, you know? But it literally has nothing to do with Freddy dreaming. So... I don't know why he said that, but anyway, it was a herring, a red Freddy herring, a red Freddy herring. Or so, no, it was it was a um, it was a green parakeet, a green flaming ostrich. Yes. All right, we cut. To, so Freddy's at the factory slash his house. He's going around like having fun with some dolls that he's touching in a really creepy way. Like uh, he goes to what I guess is his child murder room and he's reliving uh, certain moments in which it plays a an audio snippet of Freddy Krueger saying, and I quote, um, let's see, where did I put that? Freddie, uh, he says, time to feed you some meat. That's fucking gross. Yeah, what? yes. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, yeah. And then we see the glove and everything. And so we're caught up on, I guess, where Freddie's supposed to be. He's obviously about to go on another rampage. Oh, and he's got an ice cream truck. That idea yeah. is introduced here. That's not something that was in the film series, but I guess because he was a like janitor, right? Yeah, but they never really said much about what Freddie was like or how he draw in his victims or anything like that in the movies. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, and I guess the ice cream truck is just as good as any. Uh, I don't know. But I just thought when he yanked the tarp off and there was the ice cream truck, I was like, oh, well, that's new. <laughs> you know, like it's literally never been brought up at all. Uh, and we have spent like seven or eight films in this, just neck deep in this character. Um, so let's see did freddie die in the factory when he was burned alive or did he die in his fucking house because we keep jumping back and forth with this in the series of films and this series like in this he burns to death in the factory but in other films he's burned when they throw a molotov cocktail through his window at his house but um, even the Molotov cocktail being thrown through the window, it's still in like an industrial area. It's not like exactly a house. It's still set up as the possible boiler room. What I always thought it was is that he used to hide out in the boiler room because he was the janitor and that they burnt him in the boiler room because they always talk about we burnt him in the boiler. Like his glove and hat are still in there. Yeah. 
except this doesn't really like I actually kind of like this method a lot better. I like that uh they basically like uh emulated him as though he I were like that. I like Freddie being badass and going like, I'll give a fuck, burn me. I don't give a fuck. That's one of the big problems I had with the remake because he was like, I didn't do anything. Why are you after me? Yeah. Yeah. All he does in this is just like spew out one-liners and literally just like, what, you missed a spot? You yeah, know, exactly. Well, they, the cops dumping gas all over him. Um. Freddy Vision sucks, though. When it cuts to the first-person perspective from Freddy Krueger in this, it's that negative, like, but it's colorized negative filter. It looks stupid. It looks but very Fred- stupid. But Freddy goes to the cop's house where his wife and, you know, fully adult children are, and uh, he kills the cop that's outside eating fried chicken with no napkin that's fucking disgusting. Like, just... (laughs) Who just stands there outside their house at night and just straight up eats fucking, like, bone-in fried chicken? Like you know, he was wiping his fucking hands on his on his uniform. You know it was happening. Is that like um, pretty much what you did when you stalked Freddy Cooper? I did, but I mean, I knew that to be a turn on of his, so that's uh, different. Uh, Grim says she feels attacked because she eats shit outside all the time. <laughs> that's exactly what you said. Yes, you did. Okay, well, what did you say then? (laughs) Trying to read. Ducks. (laughs) Duck dicks. (laughs) Grim just attacks ducks outside at night and devours them. Eats their shit, apparently. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. But you look like you were going to hit me. But uh, it's funny when Freddy attacks the cop that's eating the gross fried chicken and you get the shot of the blood like falling down onto the fried chicken. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why Toby Hooper just felt like he needed to really, you know, feature the fried chicken in so many shots like when freddy's dragging the body away the fucking plate of fried chicken is on top of the body Uh, (laughs) maybe maybe he was hungry yeah maybe he was hungry i don't know man that chicken looks awesome if only i could you know have some i'm just the director you know i gotta i don't know what to do But uh, so bloody, bloody fried chicken, lol. Uh, Freddie scratches their uh, uh, the gutter of their house, and the sound of it shatters a glass vase inside the house. Um, back days, they had different vinyl siding. You reckon that's what it was? It had to have been the reverb of the vinyl siding from the scratching on the gutter. It just made the perfect storm. Uh, the, the more you know. Um, let's see. So um, the angry mob shows up and saves the wife and fully adult children. 
uh, Freddie hilariously tries to inconspicuously, you know, just kind of do, 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 nothing to see here, right back to his ice cream truck. And it's like, yeah. dude, you're dressed, you're dressed like Freddie. Like, fucking, like the people three streets over can tell who you are, you know? Yeah, and he's in there dancing around, too. So, I mean, it's not like he took any precautions. <laughs> but, uh, so the angry mob decides to move on to the factory and sure enough, that's where they actually find Freddie. Freddie likes, he's like, what's up, bro? What you going to do? <laughs> uh, and the cop shows up and at first, like he points his gun at the prosecuting attorney. Who's kind of the mob leader. And he's like, nah, bro, you ain't doing that. And Freddie's like, I'm totally going to waste your fucking daughters, dude. And he's like, don't you touch my adult daughters. I adopted them fair and square uh, from Russia. And uh, so the cop just straight up like, you know what? The law is on vacation. And that's an actual line that was said in a television program. Um. <laughs> So he takes a can of gas, walks up to Freddy, and just starts dousing Freddy with it. Freddy is not bothered by this at all. Um, the cop had been warned not to kill Freddy by his daughter, like because for some reason the daughter knows that he's going to become a dream demon. Um, but yeah, straight up. It just lights him on fire and it's like okay he's dead so what now bro um and then the cop guy you know we see a box being delivered to his front doorstep on a cartoonishly it's like something you would see at a bad haunt like the exterior of this house it's got all these like very bright vivid lights shining out of it but there's a, a package delivered, a box, gift wrap box that's colored like Freddy's sweater. The cop gets up, goes and gets it off the porch, and he's like, what's in the box? And it's Freddy's glove. And sorry. Freddy's glove... I'm sorry? Wasn't a dick in that box? Dick in the box! Huh. Maybe it was Freddy's glove on the end of a penis. So far, Frankie, we have taken the half amount of the actual time that the episode took. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm doing a play-by-play, -play, bro. <laughs> and, and I'm lulling Scott to sleep. I was going to say, we need to like check and make sure, sure Scott's not asleep at this point. Oh, he absolutely is. Oh, uh, yeah. are, we, are we done with the first episode, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you slept through it. We just made it past the credits. Okay, yeah, I good. did. I did the first four episodes, bro. You guys stay <laughs> rotten. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'll. But I think a little bit, Scott, since you're feeling a little drowsy. <laughs>
so he drops his adult children off at school. The cop does. He got scratched on his face after the dream from when the glove uh, had his face. Um, apparently, the cop just like the, after they burned Freddie, they just like okay, well, see ya, and they left him because the cop gets really worried about the fact that Freddie's body is still just there. Uh, and this is okay. The FBI thing. The other cop tells him the FBI they're coming. But like then later at the end of the episode, the cops like I didn't say anything about the FBI coming. Like how much of this was a dream? What is happening? How much of it was the cop going crazy? Because that's what this becomes. This episode becomes telltale heart. Yeah. Um the cop feels incredibly guilty because he burned a child murderer to death and he slowly goes insane. And meanwhile, you don't really know if he's dreaming stuff, having nightmares of Freddie in him, or if he's just going crazy. Uh, the prosecuting attorney dies like from having Freddie scratch his chest just hard enough to break the skin. Yeah. Um, and uh, the cop puts Freddie's body in the trunk of a car, welds it shut. They open it up. There's some scratches inside, uh, but no Freddie. And not many people know this, but Matt's character in Catch a Murder Man was actually uh, I actually had this cop character in mind from this show when I wrote that character. <laughs> you know why not many people know that? Because it's not true. Because it's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> so the cop's wife wants to fuck a lot. She gets really horned up for some reason. Uh, the one daughter, she's really traumatized. Episode becomes telltale heart. The cop says, you're dead. Freddie says, big deal. The end. <laughs> okay, so here's my big takeaway from this episode, Frank. Yeah. This is an episode about proper dental hygiene and always going to a dentist when you might need a dentist. I was like, why are they focused on this so much? And it turns out it was only the device to get him to sleep so that Freddie could kill him and do or, the... Or he had an abscess tooth and it slowly killed him because he did not seek proper dental like uh, incursion and the abscess actually made him go crazy. Yeah, but it was one day. Like, can you get enough of an abscess to like get to where the infection affects your brain in one day? I'm not a scientist, but yes. Okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> I'm I am a scientist, but it's mostly duck science. So <laughs> I resent that. Duck, ducks do not have teeth, as you know. So. This ducks. is a moot point. Grim says some ducks do. Yep. Grim's full of shit. No, I'm not. Which ducks have teeth? 
Yes, witch ducks have teeth. Guys, that was episode one of Freddy's Nightmares. When we come back from our break, we will uh, we will discuss quack, quack. episode quack, two quack, for quack. an hour and a half. Quack, 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 quack. Don't go that way, man. You know who's back there? It's that serial killer from that movie. What? Why are they here? I thought they were supposed to be chasing the kids at summer camp or invading the nightmares of the kids on that one street. Well, they're all here. Brought in to fight off the mutant chickens and now it's a horror free for all. Oh, where do I buy tickets? The Haunted Chicken House in Heflin is the largest tourist attraction in East Alabama. Open every weekend in October. Tickets are $15 per attraction, two for $25, and three for $40. Ride the hayride of horrors. Visit the Haunted Chicken House. Defy death in the infamous crazy train. For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and thehauntedchickenhouse.com. And we'll see you there. Graham, you look like a bunch of ducks in a trench coat. I was typing that, and then I was rudely interrupted by the summons to join this recording. Why would you say that? You just said we look like twins. Twins. You're so stupid. You said you look nothing like me, and I was saying, well, that's because you look like a bunch of ducks in a trench coat. Why would you call me your twin? Why would you call Scott your twin? I never said he was my twin. I said you said he, he was, was your twin. <laughs> so we have 43 more episodes to go through. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, did you watch the second episode? I did not. You said you watched it. No, I watched the third episode. I did watch something, though. Oh, I did watch the second episode. That's the beef boy. Okay. Just, go on. It's my synopsis for it. Uh, it's about some kid that's working at his dad's diner and he wants him to work there forever, but the kid wants to go to college. But like, it turns out that everybody in town is freaking out because of something going on and they think it's Freddy. But it's sort of like Twin Peaks and it's more about this like really bike, greasy biker guy that's going around shooting people. Anyways, real quick synopsis of the episode and why these episodes are so like hard to watch is because it'll start on a main character and then halfway through it swaps to somebody else. Like suddenly they're the main character of the story. This happens in this, but it turns out like the whole entire part after he's quote unquote falls asleep is just him and his girlfriend like. They've been shot by this guy on a motorcycle and they're literally dying in a hospital. And all of this is just their fever dream as they die. That's pretty good. So was like the, in the dream was Freddie tormenting them or not at all. It was a guy on a, a greasy biker guy. So Freddie wasn't in this episode, except not for the... in this episode. Yeah, they talk about him. 
they're in Springwood. But this is like another killer that does all this stuff. And then they're just stuck inside of their coma dream. It's not even about Freddy, technically, unless you say like, okay, maybe maybe Freddy was building up his power and he had to pose as this greaser biker dude or something. You know what this feels like? You remember when we were uh, talking about the Bell Witch and like the Bell Witch left for a while and like four demons, a four demon gang came by for a while? Yeah. That's what this feels like. Yeah, it, it to me, it's kind of like, if you think about it again in order, the first episode being when he got burnt and he was able to come back a little bit, well, he kind of got his vengeance and maybe he was like, I'm done. But then like these other people were still killing people. So these kids were like coming to the dream world and Freddy's like, I don't know, man, I'm, I, I could kind of get into this dream thing. Yeah. I mean, if, if, uh, if this doesn't, if this occurs before, nightmare one then this could be what led him to that right yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking with all these episodes that it's almost like a precursor like these are all his little attempts before he just goes with it you know what i mean cool uh also the um the jingle is the uh something like i'm a big beef boy you're a big beef boy or oh no it's like Something, something, chewy beef boy. Yeah, it's like, chew me, bite me, eat me, beef boy, or something like, or beat, you can't beat me. Chew me, bite me, but you can't beat me, or something. Anyways, in his dream, he starts dialing a phone, and it's like the same tone as the jingle, and then it swaps to being like his girlfriend's point of view for like the rest of the episode, and you have no clue why the fuck it swapped people. But that, that happens a lot in these episodes. Yeah. Uh, oh, that that jingle was oh. early inspiration for Daft Punk. You can't beat your meat. I get it now. Okay. Yes, you cannot beat your meat. But I will say the controversial imagery in this episode. Number one, he his mom immediately tries to make out with him. Number two, his mom locks herself in a refrigerator to commit suicide, and her dad cuts on his dad cuts on the oven and tries to blow himself up. Uh, not to mention that at one point the nurse starts trying to make out with uh, him, and then later on the nurse is making out with the doctor. I don't know. There's just so much like making out in this episode, and the mom actually caused Tower Seven to collapse. Yep. Gotcha. Green flaming parakeet. We need larger birds. They're more impactful. You mean like a duck? I mean, are we? Do we still have ducks? We've torn through so many of them. <laughs> No, they're not. Well, yep, did you call waterfowl? Waterfowl, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, anything else you wanted to say about that episode? Yeah, it didn't make any fucking sense. That's fine. 
Um, I had something I wanted to say about it. Okay. Fuck you. Waterfowl. <laughs> you know, you uh, guys could have told me, hey, Frankie, just like have 10 minutes prepared. You know? Oh, well, what we, what we hoped for was that you would watch the duck movie instead. <laughs> Clearly, that did not get conveyed to you. It's Mama Died. It, it, I mean, the, like the, the, <laughs> and the show notes was like, was like five minutes. So it's cool. I like, I like how it's like, oh, God damn it, guys. I did a whole presentation. Matt's thing was like, hey, uh, there's this episode. Fuck that guy. All right, next episode. <laughs> You guys are dicks. So, the phone must have cut. I thought the phone had cut out, and you said 45 minutes. <laughs> oh. No, no. Uh, but I can see that you did definitely interpret it that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. that's And that's fine. Um, so Scott, watched, uh, episode three. Yeah. So, I watched episode three. Uh, episode three had Lori Petty in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, so this is a young Tank Girl, uh, if you know her from Tank Girl, or League of Her Own, or Point League Break, or, uh, or what was that great uh, film with uh, with the, the weasel? Uh, which one was it? I don't know which weasel was in she the, in. In the army or something? Oh, is that? It was Lori Petty in the army? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, I love Lori Petty, so I, I didn't expect Homeward Bound. <laughs> Part three. That was the one with the weasel. <laughs> Is that the one where the weasel and the duck are trying to find their way home? Yeah. <laughs> it's so adorable. The duck and the weasel were friends, and they get addicted to meth. It's awesome. Yeah. Home is allegory. They don't die, though. They're still alive and healthy today. They beat their addiction. They beat uh, their addiction. (laughs) (laughs) They beat their adduction. The... uh, the this episode, uh, Freddie introduces it like, uh, hey, if you want to be a winner, sometimes you got to have a killer touch or some dumb shit. Um, and then it opens on uh, the high school, and everybody's walking by, and for no reason, uh, everyone's like, uh, as they're walking by the camera, which is a low angle, they'll like drop their book and someone will pick it up, and then you see a hat fall. And Freddie took down and picked up his hat. So, <laughs> in this episode, he's just a dumbass who dropped his hat. <laughs> oh, my hat, shit. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to say something real quick about this episode. Uh, the uh, school in this episode was later on used for the series of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, that's awesome. Boo. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, so... In uh, in this episode, uh, you've got somebody who's a... So, before I, I tell you what this episode's about, the way that this episode is made, I can't confirm this, but uh, like Matt was saying about uh, changing perspectives, this feels like a writer and a director got together and was like, hey, let's start, let's start filming this. And they're like, cool. 
and then uh, about five or ten minutes in, they just hand it off to to a whole another team, and they're like, "You make a movie out of this." And Dude, like, oh, okay. All the episodes seem like that. It's the fucking weirdest shit. It's it's almost like when uh, in school when you would start a story and then you had to pass it to someone. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what these feel like. Uh, this is about a girl who wants to uh, to to be a track star, and uh, she's lost her mom, so she's not motivated until somebody gives her her mom's necklace, which if you look through the necklace, it's your lucky charm. But whatever you see through the necklace becomes true in real life. So uh, obviously what she uses it for is killing people. <laughs> she there's a there's a good um scene where this guy's fingers gets chopped off uh and by good i mean very bad uh <laughs> and then uh the other girl who wants to be the track star gets the necklace and winds up killing the main actress so the main actress is now dead and we still have half an episode to go. Wait, yeah. holy shit. She actually killed the woman that was the actress that was playing the part? Yes. Wow. Yeah, which is weird. Because uh, her body's through the rest of the episode. Seems like so they just, illegal or something. They just weekend at Bernie's or around for the rest of the episode? Not even that. They just stuck a stick up the... <laughs> And then uh, went to town. What part of the body is that? I'm sorry? What part of the body is that? Is... Quack, quack. A dog! It's a dog! It's a dog! <laughs> no, yeah. you didn't win. Oh. Yeah, he's sticking up the duck hole. Um, and that's the how duck you... hole. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Um, so then uh, we've got the other track runner who, who has killed the the original main character and i'm uh, sorry hold on hold on i can't i can't help it i can't stop myself anymore my shoes hurt okay yeah. continue yeah, i love yeah. you too son <laughs> <laughs> yes and then uh and then at the end of the movie the the new girl who has become the killer uh kills someone else the end Yay! Like she doesn't like. There's no, there's no wrap up. She just kills someone else, and then there are no like, Yeah, like there's no like it wasn't like a hey, here's the moral lesson, or uh, watch out because this could happen to you. Nope, it was like hey, this person killed throughout this uh this episode, and uh, you know what she does? Someone comes in her in her window to stop her, and she kills them. <laughs> <laughs> well you know what what did you expect they set the scene yeah uh, how was this uh, how was this a nightmare that Freddie was having um I, it's a I think Freddie likes good cinema <laughs> oh <laughs> and I like good answers and that was the best one <laughs> <laughs> What I, I didn't like in this is like uh, there's a, a women's locker room and uh, the women are, are you, they're almost naked in this. Uh, 
Hey, interesting fact about that locker room. It was later used in the duck movie. <laughs> yeah, but what, what, we don't Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Teenage girls naked. Like, that's not a thing that needs to be shown. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out here, but Pornhub makes a lot of money doing that. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Pornhub is free. Free? <laughs> Who the fuck am I paying? Wait a minute. Por- How do you spell Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> You've been going to Pornhub. It's, it's spelled it the same way. It's spelled the same way as Frankie's PayPal. <laughs> oh, okay. Mine is mine's spelled like this. D U D E H O L E dot com. <coughs> okay. Well, buddy, you just keep sh- sending me the money and I'll keep taking that locker room and sending them to you. <laughs> How did you get access to that place? <laughs> it's actually it a Matt the duck movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was a weird movie. It was a very weird movie. (laughs) Just a series of pictures of Frankie's penis in a locker room. Yeah, and we called it a duck. That's what she was saying, the corkscrew thing earlier. That's so weird. What the fuck? What the duck is up with your dick? (laughs) (laughs) Man, our next, the next season of this show just needs to be about duck movies. (laughs) Uh, The the red light is coming on to class it back up. So, oh, (laughs) oh no, does that mean we swap to another like cast? What about moose dicks? God damn it. <laughs> Fish sticks? Moose sticks. Wait, <laughs> They're made of moose. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I don't I don't know what your weird fascination with this is tonight, Graham, because ducks obviously have a corkscrew dick and oh, moose no. is the opposite they Elf. have a bottle opener dick. And it's- <laughs> 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 They're more it's a more Canadian thing, right? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, Moose has got can openers for penises, and ducks, they drink wine. You didn't say A. A. <laughs> um, so, did anyone see episode four? I did. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's all that needs to be said about it. <laughs> Okay. Anything interesting about it? Episode four. Episode. Well, four. you can you can see the old dude breathing a whole bunch while he's pretending to be the corpse on the table. Yeah, that's, that's fun. super fun. I like how the cop leans like up against her, like wiener against the butt the whole entire time. Like I'm just a cop watching. It's cool. And like we said earlier, the cop is the reason she knows about Freddie in the damn first place. What an idiot. Yeah. Yep. Um, I wonder how many people we've killed with this podcast by, you know, spreading the word of Freddie. Oh, I thought you were just going to say, I wonder how many people we've killed with this podcast out of boredom. Yeah. I wonder how many people have killed themselves because of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Scott's teetering right now. I, 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 it ain't nothing but teet over here. <laughs> 
I thought that that was lactating. Whatever. The uh, I don't know. Did uh, hey the other day somebody came in the store and they said some they said like oh you're in trouble and I was like is that like a UTI? That was clever. Somebody needs to laugh. You're so in. you can go ahead and mark me down as one of the suicides as a result of this. <laughs> no, that's I would be able to, but I've already taken my own ticket. Well, that's awesome because that means this is my podcast now. Let's talk about episode <laughs> six through forty-four. Did uh, did uh, all curiosity? Ducks. Out of curiosity, <laughs> did uh, either of you watch episode fourteen? Uh, no. that is the uh black tickets, yes, yeah. So that's a that's one to talk about. Uh, if that one had Brad Pitt in it, it also had Bill Mosley and Bill Mosley, yeah. If you stretch these out, they have some fucking premier people in them. It's so weird that it went this way at all, yeah. Um, Roseanne Barr's in one episode. I mean, that, there's a few, like with Lori Petty, too. I mean... Yep. Uh, Tom Arnold is an episode. Well, that's not surprising. You know, we talked about that in the uh, Freddy's Dead thing. Yeah. Um, I felt like uh, the the Roseanne Barr episode especially was a little out of sync with the rest of the series. I mean, it was called Trump is Awesome, Black People Suck. I really didn't get how it fit into the overall theme of the program but that's really probably why <laughs> this uh, didn't do very well it makes me sick I mean I can see why that episode is Freddy's Nightmare <laughs> <laughs> clever um, girl yeah but uh, was, there, was there another episode that you guys wanted to bring up or mention I mean no. I, no. Not really. I mean, they're they're all. I'd say like they're worth watching for how campy they are, and there are scenes in them that definitely could not have. You cannot replicate. I mean, like not in a television show. Yeah. Uh, in in the the uh, episode three, there's a beheading, uh, or there's uh, the implication that someone's beheaded, and then you see a body and strawberry jelly must be the blood that they used it's the worst blood i've ever fucking seen yeah uh, see we're watching an episode of is it cake scott is it though it was oh that's fine i was watching is it cock and the answer was always yes <laughs> you were watching through my window <laughs> it's always <laughs> cock <laughs> You guys say that, then I chop into it. It's cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Fooled me. That would be, dude. I don't know why there's not a is it cake video that features a circumcision. <laughs> Psych! It was a wiener. <laughs> um, why are so, you still eating my wiener? So there is. Um, so we talked about the remake, and and then there was this TV show. This TV show lasted for forty four episodes. It lasted for two seasons, 
And then somebody found out that they were making this show and had to shut them down. What are we doing? No. <laughs> that had to have been the truth because I honestly, before we did the preparation for this episode, I looked to see how many episodes there were and I was in disbelief. Same. Yeah, I was, dude, and I own some of these on VHS and I'm a big Freddy Krueger fan and I was surprised at how many fucking episodes there were. Yeah. And they're a fucking hour long. Like, and not this good. Had, yeah, <laughs> they are. They are the basically the after school special of Freddy. Yeah, thing. Uh, but they they don't. They're not cohesive. You know what's what's interesting to me is if you are a big fan of like Outer Limits, Twilight Zone, um, these type of films. There's some kind of recurring stories. Uh, that it may not be like they've stolen the idea, but they had a similar idea. And, and these are like effective suspense or horror or anything. They're not trying for horror in this series. They're not trying for suspense. They're just trying to make money. <laughs> I would yeah. say there, there are parts of this where they seemed like they were pushing the envelope also. Where they were like seeing how far they could get and what they could get away with doing in some of these episodes. Some, but I mean, like even like the the first episode where it was like, okay, how do we actually have an episode that has something to do with Freddy? Let's do a prequel. It's done so lazily. I mean, they got Toby Hooper, but like, what was he there for, really? I mean, like... is how many of those scenes were Robert? It was Robert England actually there for. Yeah, because it hardly ever showed his face. Exactly. Fake champ. I'm telling you, all these episodes, I feel like they recorded the whole first season, and then they were like, "All right, we got to put you in this scene in episode one," and he did it all in like a day in Freddie makeup. Yeah. What so, um, in in three, there's a scene where uh, she's in the locker room, she throws a towel, and in the towel basket, it, it zooms into a close up of the towel basket, and then the claws appear. And this leads me to one of the things that's weird about, about Freddie's like, what was he just hiding in the towel basket? Uh, yeah he has a tendency to do that like it's like oh I'll just I'll hide in the stupidest fucking place and then oh oh shit they almost saw me I gotta get back in there yeah so I've got a goldfish bag from a carnival and then I see the claws start to appear like were you in there with the goldfish (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah, this was a fish of a tail that doesn't even that's not even a pun Freddy Ah, give me some money So, <laughs> Freddie and other media. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I'll say I'll say this about Freddie and other media. I've got a few different things. I've got a couple of books. I've got a couple of comic books uh, of Freddie. There is, of course, the uh, Freddie versus Jason versus Ash comics that have been coming out. Um, Match but best Box- of all. Best of all, there is the classic NES game 
a nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, one of the worst. One of the worst. Even what Brian are you the- talking about? What do you mean one of the worst? That movie was that game was horrible. Yeah. And uh its gimmick was that you could use that uh four controller port thing and actually you know, have fun with all your friends for the one night that you're they're gonna be your friends because yeah. after you know you play that game with them, they're gonna be like, What the fuck is with that guy? <laughs> and you're gonna be playing one player from then on out. <laughs> but yeah, game was shit. Uh at one point Matchbox made a couple of figures. They made a doll for Pee Wee Herman and a doll for Freddy Krueger. Uh it's like the only dolls they made. And I've got a couple of those Freddy Krueger dolls, but the really rare ones are the ones that still have the Pee Wee Herman voice box in them. And it's like (laughs) Freddy doing Pee Wee quotes, which honestly is way more terrifying. I thought it was the Pee Wee doll that had the Freddy voice box. Either which way, that is terrifying. (laughs) Um, Pull my string, bitch. Yeah, which, now you have to wonder, is that the Pee-wee one or is that the Freddy one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It could go either way. That's why I said, like, Freddy Krueger, uh, The Mask, and Beetlejuice. Man, those were so, like, you could say a quote and you're like, mm, it's could one of these any- three. Yeah. Um, Freddy Krueger was also a playable character in Mortal Kombat. Yes. Yeah. It was the Jackie Earl Haley Freddy Krueger, which, boo. And yeah. both of his hands had claws on them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> caricatures. Uh, oh, well, Freddy Krueger was also in, in The Simpsons. We should bring that up. Yes. Yes. He's because, been in Family Guy. He's been in Rick and Morty. Uh, he wasn't in Rick and Morty. Yes. Well, he wasn't, but his a a parody. Of him. Yeah. Uh, and there has been some some uh, homages, homage characters. Uh, Sharp Hand Joe is an homage character. Uh, what was the Rick Morty character's name? Oh, God. It was... Uh... Stabby Hands or something? Yeah, something. I don't remember. I've even got the fucking toy. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. There And, and there is a... Uh, just a Freddy versus Ash novel. You, you talked about uh, Freddy versus Ash versus Jason. There is a novel that's just Freddy versus uh, Ash, and there's a, a Freddy versus the uh, Army of Darkness. Um, bunch of weird, strange media that surrounds those lore. I, I was looking at. Oh, his name is Scary Terry. Yeah, that's what it is, Scary Terry. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> Being one of the most iconic characters uh, of a horror franchise, there is a ton of action figures and statues. Uh, And everything. And merch and and all of that stuff. Matt Um, owns most of it. Yeah. Yes, I own a large portion of it in in part thanks to both of you guys. Yes, we, we didn't ever want to get to know you we just wanted to find out one thing, and then that's your gift. Hey, that works yeah. for me, man. Hand jobs always. <laughs> I read this thing the other day, and it was like, uh, it, was, it was like when you turn thirty, you don't need to have anything; you just need a spirit animal, and then people buy you things that are that animal. 
And I was like, oh man, I know so many uh, like ladies in my life that that like their thing is frogs, and like every every year somebody buys them frog stuff. And uh, and I was like, oh man, Freddie's uh, Matt's spirit animal is Freddie. Yes, that's my yeah. spirit animal. <laughs> Freddie Krueger is my spirit animal. Wow. Grim is getting duck stuff from here on out. <laughs> stuff. That's awesome. Um, some sort of a duck turkey bunny hybrid. We can make it happen, I'm sure. I'll just go get a rabbit to fuck a duck, I guess. Fuck a duck. Go get Mangala on the phone. (laughs) What does Mangala have to do with this? He can make us a duck-rabbit-turkey hybrid. Okay. I'll take your word for it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know to one person. I'm just going to leave that one alone. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, well guys, uh, this is, this is, this is our last episode of, uh, of the Freddy Krueger, uh, series. We've literally covered everything. Yay. Yeah. Was there any, uh, I, I don't know if this has made me like Freddy more or less. Yeah. It's one of those things where, where, uh, it's, it's fun to visit every now and then, but then if you stay there for a while, you're like, Ooh, probably want to. I want to step away from this before I revisit it again. Yeah, I tell you what, nostalgia is an endorphin that can be used up. Oh, uh, speaking of uh, uh, nostalgia, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Freddie actually was in another movie. Uh, Freddie was in Ready Player One. Yes. Yeah. Somehow we didn't cover that movie. Yeah, I'll be uh, damned. Oh darn. <laughs> Shoot, man. Well, maybe we should go backwards like they did in that great film. Oh, my God. Ha-ha! Tie-in! Oh, Frank Atlanta. Uh, well, I don't know why Free Guy was such a better version of Ready Player One film. No film. shit. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway, wrap this it? up so we can say goodnight to Kruger. Yeah. Uh, so we can get some sweet dreams at last. Yeah. <laughs> so we can begin forgetting about him so he'll go away. <laughs> yeah. Uh guys, join us next week when we start over with Nightmare on Elm Street One. <laughs> yeah. Join <laughs> us after our brief hiatus. We'll be back with you. At some point. Uh you guys stay rotten. Stay rotten, guys. Stay rotten. next time for another episode of Rotten Mornings.